Hi, hi, John. How's it going? Um, it's going all right. It is a, it is a, arguably nice, arguably bad Wednesday. Uh, it's kind of kind of warm outside. Not really a fan of it. Kind of. It's kind of been just kind of like shitty and rainy for me all day, which I think is reflective of of the content of today's reading. Yeah, I got me a um, I got me a nice cup of apple juice to get me through the episode. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, uh, that's that's about it for me. Before do you, let's let's delay the note a little. Is, uh, anything that we want to talk about uh, beforehand? We got our psycholonials uh, reading to go over today. Um, do you want you want to raise the the Spotify analytics? Because I thought that was funny. Right. Um. Uh, listeners, uh, particularly Spotify listeners, um, I don't know if it's a new thing. I, I, I tend to be someone who misses things very easily, but I discovered that there's, uh, very, very specific demographic analytics from Spotify. And there's the specific episode analytics, but there's, there's overall analytics. Um, I want to take a moment. To say shout out women. Shout out to women. Shout out to women. Uh 45% of of our, our listener base is women, which which is is put, puts puts men in second place at 39%. But uh bi- big shout outs to to 15% non-binary listeners. Um the, the, Yeah, pretty base. So how does Spotify track this? I, I don't know. I th- I think that when I when you make a Spotify account, it like asks for your gender. I assume that's what's going on. I don't remember doing that. <laughs> uh, because I don't I've, either. I've I don't either, but I've made so many website profiles that it's it just kind of all blends together. See, I I uh I made my Spotify account back in like 2013, 2014, mm-hmm. and I did not come out as as non-binary until like what was it 2018 2019 uh and i don't remember ever like specifying a gender identity i i've looked through the settings and i can't find anything uh (laughs) is it makes me wonder is spotify like ascribing listening habits to and just assuming gender, that would be really funny because it would mean that um, Spotify has like data analytics to determine like whether listening to gorillas is a female trait. Um... Right, because <laughs> okay, listeners, uh, the 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 data gets even better because they they tell you the 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 top five artists. I assume it's the top five. the The way it's presented seems like it would be top five. And, and some of it kind of checks out based on uh, Homestuck fandom history. Because, um, cause like, the number... Like, with a Homestuck podcast, the analytics saying that the number one thing that, like, our listeners listen to is Mother Mother, that checks out. I believe that. I I wholeheartedly believe that. Followed by Gorillas, Mitski, Cave Town, and Marina. That's... <laughs> that, yeah, I, I, I believe that. <laughs> but... <laughs> Spotify, I, I need some explanation 
as to what the what you're doing with this data and why you're presenting it to me so that I can shame our listeners for how gay they are. <laughs> hey, a lot of really good music. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I, I don't know. I'm sure that they have some like data analytics purpose for it because Spotify like is like a really big, pretty scummy company. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know if we should edit that out of this, the Spotify episode <laughs> of this. Um, I don't know if they're gonna allow us on here. Um, but, like, I, w- I would, uh, I would not be surprised if, like, they use it just for, like, targeted marketing and shit. Um, that's probably it. Um, yeah, I, I, it's probably a feature, it's probably, like, a thing that, like, they, they started doing, like, since 2013. Right. Um, like, like, at some point they started, like, added that to, like, the account creation process. Because I think that I did, like, say like gender male when i when i made my spotify account but it's been a couple of years and i can't remember um but uh yeah shout out to women uh shout out to gays um shout out to men too um shout out to everybody i don't want to i don't want to put any of our uh kings or queens or royalty down our listener base but i thought it was it was it was pretty funny when you brought that up shout um, out to spotify old people analytics. Um, our yeah, who, uh, <laughs> whoever um, hi mom. I don't know who's uh, like old and listening to us, but a uh, shout out to you. I, um, I I'm definitely interested in the 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 sixty to one hundred and fifty year old uh category that is listed in the data uh, because that's one percent of our listeners. But it gives you a breakdown of like each percentage, and, and that one percent of sixty to one fifty is. 26% female, 58% male, and then 16% non-binary. That's Andrew Hussey. That, yeah, as you, as you said in in general channel on our Discord, uh, listeners, join our, join our Discord. Uh, you, you get to experience everything firsthand. Um, you said that's Andrew Hussey, and I thought that was mm-hmm. very funny. It is really funny. Thank you. Round of applause for, for our... our our co-host Aiden, uh, <laughs> Alex, can you can you please edit in a crowd cheering? <laughs> Have you seen the the um? The, have you seen the German Twitch clip? Or like it's it's this old clip where like he's playing Dark Souls three, and he like puts on this like ASMR video of like a crowd like uh clapping and like praising him to get through the last boss fight. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's it's one of the funniest things ever. Um, it just reminded me of that. Uh, so like Alex, if you can find that audio where it's like the the crowd cheering and clapping, and it's like we all love you. You're so great. Put that in here. Um, now that we stretch that joke way out beyond how far long it needs to be. Yeah. Um, let's <laughs> see. Uh, Cyclonio's update came out today. Yes. Uh, did you read it? I did. I I, I also read I, it. I'm a loyal Cyclonio's reader fan question mark uh i i read it as soon as it comes out i i patiently await the announcement to to drop while i'm in between classes um but yes i did read it uh and and this is the transitionary point where we say if if you have not read it uh if you don't care about it uh if you don't want spoilers uh jump jump to this timestamp edited in by our our lovely editor alex Right here. Right here. 20 minutes right, and 5 seconds. Um, wow, this is getting... This is... It, it keeps escalating. It, it does keep escalating. I, I, I think I, I just said... I wonder what's going to happen in the last two chapters. What's going to happen in the last two chapters? This is like a second to last chapter thing to happen. Yeah. Um, 
last episode, I I, I I believe it was last episode, I made the the comment that we have yet to see who the, the gun twirler is. Um, surprise, surprise. Uh, definitely a big surprise. I, I did not expect mm-hmm. it to be Z. I thought it was going to be a different character that was going to appear in 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 dr- dreamscape land um but it's not it was it was z and z absolutely shot the fuck out of joculin yeah um i did not expect that to happen like at all uh i i did appreciate hussy straight up putting the the revolver ocelot metal gear solid 3 snake eater gun twirling sequence in its entirety into psychologials it's only about a sixteenth as long as it is in that game, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good tribute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I was really not expecting like Z to be like have like her irredeemable moment because I feel like this reading was like her falling over like off the cliff into yes. like just being the villain now. Yes. Um. um jo- but, like uh her, the the. Like, I don't know, I don't know if the Jubilate movement in general is, like, now, like, the villain, but, like, she certainly seems to be the villain now. Yeah. Uh, um. I, th- I think the most surprising thing, uh, with Psycholonials in general is, like, how quickly it's escalating. Uh, uh-huh. the, the fact that there, there are two chapters left, and now the, the Jubilate movement is, like, taking over the world. Uh, I did not expect it to get to this point. Um, and... I, I don't really know. I, I keep saying this. I don't know what to expect. Uh, but the amount that I don't know what to expect keeps increasing. Like, I, I really, I, I don't know. But I'm enjoying it. It's, it's, it's a fun ride. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a strange thing for me. Cause like, I'm wondering how well it will, how well it will age and like how, enjoyable it will be to reread because i feel like a lot of the excitement that comes with it is how much it manages to surprise us right each week right right um and i think that it definitely uh i don't i don't think that it's completely wrong on starfleet i think that like there is a lot of interesting stuff being raised in it and i think these we have still have more two more chapters to go and see where that else will take us um but yeah, it's uh, the 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 ability to end on a cliffhanger every time and then somehow exceed expectations is really something. Um, what was I gonna say? I think I forget what my prediction was last time, but I'm sure it was completely wrong. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, like the I was kind of expecting that, like the Joculine plotline to. I was expecting Joculine to be more of a character. Yeah, you know. Um, and I was, I thought that that had a lot of potential to go into this, to, like, an examination of, like, um, uh, relate, like, faceless relationships online, right? Like, the analysis of, like, you know, somebody might be an anti or whatever, or a hater, and that'd be really annoying, but, like, they're still a person, ultimately. Um, and, uh, I, I don't think that, like, it's an endorsement of viewing of, like, dehumanization that way, the, the way the story went, but, like, I was expecting... I was not expecting the way the story to, to go to be that Z just kind of like doubled back down on like, oh, my haters aren't people and they're to be exterminated. Yeah. I I really hope that that's talked about in the next chapter because mm-hmm. uh, the, the important thing to remember here is that her list uh, is is something that was there from the start and her, her antis range from randos online to like 
figureheads in 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 the political space, like big yeah. name people, and the fact that they're being lumped together feels like it should probably be talked about. Uh, it's really dangerous, um, because, obviously. Yeah, because Z just pulling just pulling the kill switch on what could be like a shitty teen online. Uh, it, it it definitely needs to be talked about. Yeah, um, I thought it was really fun. It was a really funny coincidence um, that we we got like. There's the line in the reading. I'll jump ahead a second. There's a line in the reading um, where where Cronus is talking about how he has a list of everyone who's objectively a terrible person um, for rejecting him, and then like th- this the shocking uh, parallel in today's psycholonials. Um, so. All, my only explanation for this is Andrew Hussey is listening, and he is, <laughs> he is, uh, this, this, this is, uh, this was planned, um, to sync up with us, so thank you, Andrew. Of course. Um, please come on the show so we can talk about it. Please. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, I, I, the thing that I did, I, the point I did raise last time, and I think I've raised this a bunch of times, is that the interesting part of Psycholonials is, like, uh, Z is a thought leader vers- uh, versus Z as a as a um influencer um and like this reading this this chapter was like both of those souring and converging in the worst possible way right and it's like ooh yeah that's that's a a big one yeah uh my i don't know if like abby is even going to be relevant to the story anymore um but if she is my prediction is going to be that like she's gonna have ended up on the list incidentally at some point or something or like something something is going to like explicitly hurt her this is like yeah and then that's gonna either like have z is either gonna have like a revelatory moment or it's going to just drive her like further into madness i don't know yeah um i really wonder where the riotous stuff is going because the yeah the 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 way that the riotous stuff has been painted in this chapter um it's very interesting uh the fact that Riotus was not the first Jubilite, uh, he was essentially someone who was in Z's place, uh, listening to someone who claimed to be the first Jubilite in this cycle of f- quote-unquote first Jubilites invading someone's mind and like having them do clown stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think Riotus is real? Uh, does it matter? <laughs> um, maybe. Because, hmm, we've had these interludes with the with the choices that say you can't you can't make these choices because you're not a successor. And I feel like we may have an idea of what a successor is at this point. Mm-hmm. And I would say that Riotus is something that would be classified as a successor. Yeah. Um. And I feel like Riotus is real, and we may see some weird fuckery happen to Z that makes her become a successor god being at the end of the story. Yeah, in a meta sense, in a meta sense, it matters. Yeah, um, like with with the whole uh, the the choices thing. I'm interested. I, I I suspect that those are not going to be um, those are not going to lead to alternate paths. I don't think that's going to be what happens. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think, I think that there's probably going to be some reveal, like, those are going to be, like, be 
retroactively examined closely in like the final chapters. Right. Um, with whatever, with wherever the riotous stuff goes, um, in in like a strictly in in the story sense, I don't know if it matters because whether or not riotous is real, Z has convinced herself that he is, and like what, and like the inevitability thing, like, like like she believes it, and that's what caused her to to pull the trigger on that, right? Um. Yeah, God. I don't know. Lots of stuff going on. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I don't know. Like, if they're. Yeah. I don't know. The, something that I'm. I. I'm not really. I'm increasingly unsure of like the political leaning of of this work. Not. I don't think that it's like super reactionary, but um. There's a little bit of me that's just going to be just very like bland and liberal. Um about doing an insurrection the right way or whatever yeah um but this is that's I, 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 that's kind of not productive to worry about at this point um but it is it is like it, it's 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 weird um i don't know i don't know why i'm continue to be surprised that things go the opposite of how i expect them to um with this story anymore <laughs> i mean it is hussy it is hussy yeah um... Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, BTS, Nam June. Uh <laughs> Oh yeah. I <laughs> I forgot that that was like the earliest parts of like um Hussey's post homestuck uh, uh excursions was like going to BTS concerts and shit. It, it, was it was it in the plan all along? Did he actually like BTS? Was this all part of Psychological's study? <laughs> Did he go to BTS concerts because he wanted to make the story better? Or did he actually like BTS? We'll never I am know. Going, I am going to go out on a limb and say that um, he probably actually likes BTS. That's fine. Um, just because, like, you know, it's, like, very, very produced pop music. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard to not... It's hard to, like, actively dislike. Um... Or maybe he, maybe he got into it to try to connect with uh with the youngins so he could write a story about young people. I don't know. I have no idea why Hussey does anything that he does. Um, I mean, yeah. we uh, could ask him if he came on the podcast. Hussey, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, please come on the podcast. I would we would we would love to talk about uh, the making of Psycholonials. Um, please, it would, it would be so awesome, and we would get so much clout for it, which is what really matters. <laughs> Um, I think that's all I about. I think that's all I have to say uh, before we really get into our meat and potatoes uh, this yeah, week. Yeah. Um, do you got anything else? No that that about covers it. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh. So Homestuck. I'm really glad that I enjoyed episode fifty as much as I did because this one was just miserable. <laughs> yeah. This one sucked. Oh, this was terrible. Oh, <laughs> Cronus being the first fucking character you had to talk to in this one hurt so bad. Oh my! He was just there, God. right at the bottom of the oh. steps. It's like, oh. oh, it's like fucking running into a clothesline. It sucks. Okay, okay. Um, I I I don't think that we're gonna have much. I mean, we've a lot to talk about. 
But like, you know, when, when we talked about Cancrian Porum, there was, there were angles to examine it from. There was a lot to talk about with like, you know, the, the, the way the story was written and like their, their place in history and like how bad certain things sucked in context. I don't think there's anything interesting to talk about here. This sucks. We can make it interesting. We can try. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway. Okay, so we resume uh, Mina's uh, quest to try to recruit somebody, anybody, into her inner ghost army to take down Lord English. Um, and uh, lo and behold, the first person that she encounters um, is, is Cronus. Uh, Cronus, Ampera, um oh. Aridens. <laughs> spiritual literal and spiritual successor um this is just the worst guy yeah i when i went into this one i i like made a, a tweet about it like i was i, was, I like took a picture of like the first thing Cronus says and i was like uh time is a rip off the band-aid and i it was really jokey because i was i was kind of going into it with this optimism of like maybe things might be different Maybe when I rip off the bandit, it won't take all of the hair on my arm with it. Yeah. I, I I convinced myself that maybe, just maybe, back in the day, we all just misinterpreted Cronus. And, and he's actually good. Actually. He's he's actually based and, and very enjoyable to read. But I was wrong. I was nope. so very wrong. <laughs> nope. 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 Nuh-uh. so bad. <sighs> Yeah, so, I, I don't even know, like, okay, I'll, I'll just recap it, because, uh, okay, for, in case anybody has not, uh, in case people don't want to go back and read this themselves, which I can't blame you for, um, Cronus immediately starts hitting on Mina, um, it, it is, it is, it is awful, it is terrible, um, she rejects him immediately because, uh, Mina is a smart person, um, and Cronus just starts bemoaning how he hates when people who reject him. Um, you know, he's such a nice guy. Like, he's so sensitive, he has such attractive hobbies like poetry and music. He barely even brings up how he's, like, a practically a different species with how noble and royal he is. He barely ever brings that up. And no one appreciates a sensitive guy anymore. And you have to be, like, fucked up or damaged to even get any pussy around here, or get any, I don't know, get any nook around here. You gotta just be the worst person. Um, and, uh, he's, he's put together this list of just objectively awful people who've rejected him, and this is, it was, it was productive. And it's, it just makes me just want to be dead. Yeah. It makes me want to have always been dead. It... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I... There's not a lot to say. It's just bad. And, like, it's very clearly bad on purpose, mm-hmm. but it's bad on purpose in a bad way. <laughs> I mean... <sighs> it's like staring into the sun. <laughs> I, I I hesitate to, like, condemn the story for including this, but it feels like overkill. Yeah. Um. It... If this character has nothing to do in the long run, then this was just a fucking mistake to, to just have this be here. Because um, it's just it's just so egregiously uncomfortable. Um, and there's not a good... Re- there's, there's not presented a good reason for it. Um, 
you know, I, I don't think that I don't think that we should cancel this flash for having this, but like I hated it. It's just agonizing to get through. Like mm-hmm. th- there's nothing really of enjoyment you get out of the Kronos conversations, like at all. Yeah. And nothing yeah. really worthwhile e- either. Like he's just there. Yeah, he's just kind of there to be really shitty. Um like he's you know the post that's like um the, the live blogging my women's studies class post? You know that <laughs> yes. one? That's just that's just Cronus. Like you could just put that post in here and it would be the, it would be the same thing. Um Yeah. Uh I, I don't I don't really have anything to say about the first conversation besides you immediately get the impression of what kind of guy he is and it like there's absolutely nothing in the rest of the reading to betray that he may not be that kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Random note about like Walker and inspecting things. Um, the very start of the flash, if you inspect like the something like in front of the first house, um, there's something about like how uh, on on Alternia, um, you would have been called for having a having a messy lawn ring, um, and Mina's like, wow, that would be so awesome if we could murder people for not mowing their lawn. <laughs> Um, man, and I don't, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but like the, the that like is such like a um, it evokes like this kind of like a popular like fascist trope, right? Of like the the perfectly kept lawn with the white picket fence. Yes, the homeowners association. Yes, the homeowners association, the, the the strongest institute of fascism in the modern day, the homeowners association. Yes. <laughs> um, it it I. I I don't know if I'm like reading too much into it or I'm definitely reading too much into it. But like it, it, it when I was thinking about was true never random details in this reading like I was like that's kind of a, an interesting um connection there like um Mina like it is like a obsessively notes like damn it would be so cool if we could kill people for not having good looking lawns on their yard like having not having like well kept grass in their yard. Um so tenuous connection but you know it's it's there. So I guess shout out to that. Um and then we get introduced to uh after Cronus, we get introduced to Mituna. Um can we, Okay, can we <laughs> before we get on to the next character, can we can, okay. can we acknowledge the fun little problem sleuth joke at, at at the at that one little room at the bottom? Yes. Uh yes, awesome. Um it, it bait and switches you into thinking that maybe there's a problem sleuth cameo. Um, but but it's not it's just through random prospicions. Um John, have you read Promise with yet? No. That's interesting. Um, let's continue. <laughs> All right. Now we can talk about Matuna. Um, Matuna maybe makes you more uncom- more uncomfortable than Cronus. I'm not sure. Um, I uh, it sucks. Um, the way he's, I think, I'm not an ableism expert, but like, I am, I am pretty sure that. Uh, every living human has a right to be offended by by this. Sure. Um, it, 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 uh. See, okay. Uh, what 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 was your immediate impression of Matuna? Okay, the first thing I noticed is I completely forgot that that he was like a four chan reference. I forgot he had the funny image board formatting. He's like his part four chan. It's like not even. It doesn't even like commit to the four chan bit completely. Yeah. Um, cause like you know he's like the four chan part is like just him being like, 
you know, really misogynist and, like, really hateful. But, like, then, like, he just turns back and, like, he key smashes, like, a Tumblr user. Um, I don't know. It, 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 it the, 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 it didn't, like, the 4chan thing did not really seem like they committed that hard Are you, to are, you are you implying that the 4chan users can't key smash? Are you implying that there are no gay 4chan users? I can't repeat the words that would that you would be called within like a, a tenth of a second if you like posted ASDF SDF SDF on on any 4chan board. Um, so true. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this this was also true in 2012. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, I, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't know how to feel about Matuna. Like mm-hmm. some some instances of 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 things that would be considered ableism go over my head, uh, and I feel like in in my point of view, I maybe I'm missing something. Uh, Matuna, as is, like how he acts, is not that bad. Alex edit in some booing right there. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I want, I want to hear your your take. To, to me, it feels like, okay. I, I, I kind of picked up on a, a trend, uh, a, a bit with comparing this section to, to last section. Uh, the the last open bound part, they it it felt like actual like trying to parody like actual archetypes. This one felt like it was parroting like how the fandom of old would interpret some characters, like and and like take it to like a really bad extreme. And mm. Matuno really feels like the way some people would act, like Solix would act, like. That's uh, yeah, I guess that's a fair analysis of yeah. But I don't know. B- bes- like, besides the fact that Matuna's like really shitty with some of the stuff he says. And how he acts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only bad stuff that I see. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's it's the comments about, like... L- like, later, like, it's alluded to that there was, like, some sort of accident involving him. And he has, like, brain damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the comments from other characters that feel like they're, like, crossing a line. Uh, yeah, that, al- that often also feels like a thing. Um, yeah, uh... Uh, again, I want to reiterate, I am not an expert in ableism. I, ableism is, like, um, one of the, uh, I don't know, to me, um, as as one of the, as the most privileged you can possibly get um, without your parents owning a diamond mine, probably. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, a straight white cis guy, so, like, with, uh, maybe I have, like, ADHD. That's the best I can do. Um, like, so I have, I am absolutely the least qualified person to talk about ableism yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, ableism, like, more so than other forms of bigotry is is a, it seems like a tricky subject to me, um, because, like, you know, with, with race, like, racism, uh, misogyny, like, uh, sexism in general, racism, sexism, um, transphobia, stuff like that, like, um, obviously they're woven into parts of our society, um, pretty deeply, but I feel like with ableism, there's kind of a, it's, it's, it's even more, it's even trickier because like a lot of like common language is, is ableist, right? Like lame is typically considered a, a, a pretty, in a, a pretty, um, 
tame insult, but in some contexts it is ableist because it's a descriptor for people who um can't who have like something wrong with their legs. Right. Um and so like ableism is a lot harder to, to, to pick at for me. Um so again, I'm not an expert, but like the the way that Matuna acts, um, and like there there are a lot of signifiers about like I know that like the helmet has ableist connotations in some contexts, um like the that uh me- like I don't even know like um mentally impaired children will like wear a helmet to protect themselves because it would thrash around. Like I know it's like a stereotype or in, in some contexts that was a thing. So the helmet immediately is like weird to me. Right. Um, the way that, like, he, he just thrashes around and can't control himself is, like, uh, it, it's like, it, it's like when people would laugh at, like, the Tourette's guy, like, years and years right. ago. Right, right, okay. It's like a caricature of, like, some, it's like, it's a character like, tell me Tourette's. Right. Like, the way he can't control what he says. Right. Um. My mind is general, opening. Like, the, My mind is opening. Yeah, and just in general, like, the way he'll just, like, like, the, like, just him, like, thrashing around is, like, it, it's just like a child throwing a tantrum, which is, like, a really common, um, like, signifier for, like, bad portrayals of children with autism and stuff. is like, that they, they can't control themselves. Um, or, like, they're, like, 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 spastic is, like, another word that's, like, it just means something, but it's also, like, it, it has ableist connotations because it was used in that way. And that's, like, a, I think that that's, you can connect that pretty closely with the way that Matuna is portrayed. Right. Um, and so just everything about the way this character, like, is portrayed just makes me really uncomfortable, because, like, I I just, I don't think this would fly in 2021. Um. Okay. I really didn't like it. I understand more now. Yeah. My mind has opened more. Yeah. Um, and, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to engage with it, but it it just, it just, it seems, it's, I think it's bad. I think that the way that Matuna is portrayed is bad. Um, and not, not because he's, like, a bad person, um, just the, the way that he is, like, an over-the-top, like, hyper-caricature of, like, every bad trope of, like, displaying people with, uh, mental disabilities in, in fiction for, for fucking decades. Yeah. If not centuries. Um, yeah, I, I just think it kind of sucks. I don't have much else to, to say about it. Um, so th- there's there's my piece on it. Um, I don't know where to go from here. And then Cancri shows up. <laughs> Cancri shows up to show his ass on why he sucks. Um, because Cancri... Okay, so... So Matuna is being, like, really, really creepy um, to Mina. Um, like keeps like hitting on her and then you know telling her to die and stuff and it's 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 weird not not very not a very cool way to talk to somebody um and, and then Kankri uh butts in um to lament uh that Matuna isn't a model minority um and uh that's what he does right yeah like, th- yeah that's exactly what he does um, he comes in and he, he's, he's upset that Matuna is both disabled and bigoted, um, because he makes all disabled people look bad. And it's like, wow, Kankri, you suck. Kankri sucks so bad. <laughs> this kind of way that Kankri sucks is, like, so much more interesting than Kankri sucking because he, he uses pr- the word privilege a lot and yeah. doesn't shut up. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of enjoy it when Kankri sucks in this way, um... 
because it's maybe a li- it's like a little bit more something to, to think about and not kind of like oh i've been told to check my privilege and i also think it's annoying haha yeah um moving on uh pushing pushing through um this is going to be like a, a 40 minute episode because i'm just going to try to push through everything um or army almost the 40 minute mark. it's going to be an hour long episode um so we you have to be matuna um, to, to go and talk to Cronus, um, for reasons that I forget, uh, because I'm already wiping this from my memory. Um, you should go and talk to Matu- to Cronus as Matuna, and it's, it's so, it's so bad. It, it's, it's, it's like the worst it, part uh, of... This is maybe the worst part of Homestuck. The way that Cronus talks to Matuna sucks so bad. It, there's like all the slur teases, like, like Cronus is about to call him the R word. He says 75% of the R word a bunch of times. Ah! (laughs) I mean, calling him, it's not even the slur, I mean, it's bad, that's bad. Um, but, like, the the really bad part is, like, how he he just down talks to him. Yeah. And, like, he's, he's, like, deliberately making an effort just to to pick apart his self-esteem and, like, call him useless. Like, he calls people he hangs out with terrible i mean i mean bef- um, before he starts going off uh, uh, on him uh cronus cronus decides that he's going to go hit on mina and mm-hmm. you get to you get to play as cronus for a little bit um there, there, there were there were allusions to the whole human kin thing but we can get to that when it, the actual conversation about it happens um my drywall can only take so much <laughs> punishment <laughs> um when you're playing as, as cronus uh, I don't know if you knew this, uh, but there's a there's a hidden chest in the bushes next to where Cronus was, mm-hmm. and, and if you open it, Hussy was inside of it. And, I didn't know that. And, and Hussy proceeds to hit on Cronus, and it's very awkward. Hussy, why do you keep why do you keep <laughs> doing this? It's it's getting it's becoming exponentially less defensible. I I haven't read it, but like you, the way that you describe it actually makes it sound kind of funny. Um, I can I can read it well, to you. <laughs> let, let me let me take a look at that uh, transcript. You yeah, said. yeah, it's it's, um, it's in the it's in the transcript. You just key search hussy. Uh, oh yeah, okay, all right. Hey, Aaron, or whatever your name is, um, I'll go on a date with you. Uh, Chris says you will. Uh, Huss says, absolutely, I find you attractive, and your personality is basically tolerable to me. Um, uh, Alright, sure, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, Lead Hussy to Seahorse Lucis. Uh, Hussy, sorry bro, I was only using you to get close to your beautiful floating seahorse. (laughs) Giddy up, seahorse dad, up, up, and away. Um, Cronus, this is literally the worst case scenario for my feelings. Uh, This is funny as fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, okay, where were we? Um, uh, playing as Cronus, Cronus goes to find Mina. Uh, she's walked away. Uh, he then goes back to Matuna and fucking berates him. Just takes it all out on him. And it sucks. Um, it, it sucks so bad. Yes. Uh, <sighs> wow. Wow. Um, I, I, I really don't have words for how, for how horrible this is. Um... Cronus is just the worst guy. Um, he 
he likes he systematically is like trying well i don't even want to say systematically he's just like brutally just trying to rip down his self-esteem he's like telling him like he's giving him shit for being disabled which is bad don't do that um he's like you know there's the slur teases um he starts um like mocking his friends trying to undermine like you know nobody actually likes you um just terrible stuff um like he he says like you know on on a, if if we were lived on alternia i would have killed you by now um and you deserve it it's it's just terrible um it's just awful um we didn't bring up the the touching thing yeah the um, touching thing was really from the fucking first conversation. weird yes um, th- throughout the whole first conversation, like, Matuna is, like, saying, like, please stop touching me, I don't like that you're touching me. Um, and then at the end, Kron's like, I'm just rubbing you on the shoulder, buddy. It's like, we're just friends. And it's like, I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, uh, a psych-out thing. Like, oh, you it thought felt this like was a really bad. It, 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 like, it really felt like a psych-out thing that yeah. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. I didn't like what um, it was going for. I it just didn't need to be there. Yeah. Uh the <sighs> And also like it was Cronus like just saying like, "Hey, hey buddy, I'm just rubbing you on like anything could have been going on cuz he's the fucking gr- like the grimiest liar. Yeah. Um this greasiest piece of shit. Um I remember uh like when this came out like um I guess content warning. Um, the the there was like a big point of discussion that people like they would made made this out to be like him like sexually assaulting Matuna, um, which is a pretty fair reading of this. I yeah, think. yeah, that's 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 the 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 quote unquote joke. It felt like it was going for like, oh, I'm making you think that that's what's going on, but it's not actually going on. It's 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 just really bad, and, and like I said, did not need to be in there. <laughs> Yeah, that maybe it maybe crosses the line into like did did not need if if you were going for this kind of character maybe did not need to go that far with it. Yeah. Um it's it's pretty it's pretty nasty stuff. Um not a fan of it. Um so sk- skipping back to uh after he after Matuna comes back and take and Kronosek's out on him. Um Mina is like just standing there and she's like Wow, that is a new low even for you. Um, which is uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is a thing to harshly judge somebody for. Um, I it, <laughs> I want to say like I, I I like Mina more here. Um, but it's like it's such a low bar to clear, like to to be to be disgusted by this kind of behavior. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, Cronus like retaliates to Mina being like, "Man, what the fuck is wrong with you?" With he's basically like, um, some people uh suicide bait and make death threats uh to cope, um, like he just does that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, probably the most interesting thing to to come out of dealing with Cronus is is the 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 part of the conversation. Where Cronus is like, well, you treated him like, your alternate self treated him like shit. So that means you're capable of it. So that means it's okay if I treat him like shit. And, yeah. And it, it really does bring up the, the this interesting conversation about like, 
are are these alternate selves of these characters you know you, you know th- we know they're capable of it but like should we use the actions of one version of a character to like paint how we feel about a different version of a character putting aside no. all the like how, how she's like idolizing her alternate self as is uh i do think that like uh that conversation is worth having in homestuck i think the answer is no yes exactly <laughs> um I, I don't know it, it, it's like i think it is kind of an interesting like question to be brought up i think this is a very extreme example of it um with like you know uh the the condes is like god knows how old and mina is like 15 um uh yeah not even close to a full-grown adult not even close to being done like growing and maturing um and you know it's it's kind of fucked up that mina is like like idolizes the 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 fascist nightmare parts of the the condes yeah um but obviously Cronus trying to like uh guilt trip her into sympathizing with him um is just complete bullshit. Yeah. I, I, I only bring that up because I know that there are people out there who you know, we we we've seen multiple alternate versions of characters at this point, and I know there are people out there who are very stern in, in their viewpoint that like someone like Dirk, who's whose alternate self bro is really shitty and they really don't like bro and that makes them not like Dirk mm-hmm. and yeah I I just thought it was worth breaking up because I did think it was it, it's really interesting that I don't know it's just I, no, I, 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 I want to make this this part more interesting because I don't want to just deal with Cronus being shitty <laughs> no I think that is an interesting conversation to have Um, I, I like that you brought that up because like uh, I think that, like, when, when you have characters who are different versions of themselves, like, like say you have, like, Dave and Dave Sprite, um, like, I would be very down for an examination of, like, uh, if Dave finds out that, like, Dave Sprite breaking up with Jade, like, really hurt her when they were on the ship, like, I think it would be interesting for Dave to, like, feel guilt about that, because, like, Dave and Dave Sprite are two, uh, relative, like, they're, they're relatively close as far as these alternate versions of characters go. And it, if it was in a situation where, like, Dave could see himself doing something like that and then feels guilty when he sees the consequences of that actually happening, like, I think that that's a really interesting way to, like, uh, set the stage for character growth. Yeah. Um, like, self-examination. Um, and I think, like, like that's a really, that, that has, like, really strong potential. Um, when it's, like, uh, the, the, the hundreds of sweeps older um, empress... Uh, from an alternate dimension, then it gets a little bit more tenuous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I can see somebody like, I'm just gonna keep going with the zoom. I can see somebody like, uh, if we got the details of like why Jade and Dave Sprite broke up, um, and it turns out it was because like you know Dave Sprite was just like an absolute like absolute piece of shit. Um, he was like really shitty to her or something. Um, I could I could totally see putting some of the judgment on that on Dave because. Dave and Dave Sprite are, yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I think that that would be, like, a valid thing if, like, it's, like, a character trait thing. Like, you know, you don't like the way that, uh, you, like, if it's, like, a, if it's like a, 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 an essential trait of a character, right? I think I can, I can see that. Um, if it's, like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it makes much sense in terms of, like, holding, 
them accountable for one of those actions, like, explicitly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Th- thank you for bringing that. I think that's an interesting point and probably a good one to keep in mind in the future um because we're gonna we're gonna keep having all these fucking bullshit alternate versions of characters and i don't think this is a gimmick that will ever go away in this this universe oh it won't it it definitely won't (laughs) yeah um um do we want to talk about species dysphoria is is that the conversation we want to have in this episode or do we want to or do we want to wait until we have to talk about horus we have to like you you name drop so we have to spend like a a minute on it. I don't have anything to say about it. It's a dumb joke. Um so I have a little bit to say about it. Um I Okay, John. I'm not 14 years old. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the kids are up to these days. I don't know what it means to be a kinny in 2021. I don't even really know what it meant to be a kinny in 2012. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand. I help me. Okay, help me. Say I, something. I am reaching out my hand to 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 lift you higher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I am speaking from a position of having knowledge that I picked up just around the internet. So mm-hmm. there may be bias to what I'm about to say. There may be information missing. I may just be completely making shit up. I don't know. This is not an objective analysis of the concept of kinning something. Right. Uh, if if you kin someone, listeners, if you kin someone, if you if you specifically label yourself as other kin, feel free to add more to this conversation in our Discord, which you can find the invite link to on our Twitter. Um, <laughs> I don't. Know, do you want to bring in kin doors? I don't want to bring kin discourse into the Discord. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want to have to babysit this specific kind of conversation. Okay, I'm, I'm drawing the line. No kin discourse. Only kin explaining. Maybe that's not the right word. Enlightenment. Kin enlightenment. Um. Explain it to me like I'm a hundred years old because I basically am. Okay. I. Like I said, I the knowledge that I've acquired from elsewhere on the internet may be complete lies. A, as far as I'm aware, there there's been a divergence in in, in the the concept of kinning. Uh, back in the day, um, kinning was exclusively, well, not exclusively, probably more closely tied to the concept of being other kin. Uh, other kin having its roots in some religious belief. I don't know what what real life religion it has ties to. I just heard that it had ties to actual religious beliefs. Um, I am 100% sure that it was something Native American and this is like somehow really racist. Yes. Uh, probably. My apologies if I'm being racist. Um, legitimate apology. I'm just trying to explain something that I that I have a very loose grasp on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're you're not describing. You're describing what you've like what you've seen online. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherkin being the belief that that you hold the soul of something else within your body that's not human. Um, that that being like wolfkin. Uh, everyone's seen the the 
the the video in the old cringe compilations. It's like on all levels except physical, I am a wolf. You know, we've all seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I would assume that person is other kin, maybe. Um, who knows? Um, but you know, when 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 you introduce a concept like that to the online, it's gonna it's gonna expand. Uh, and then we started getting like fiction kin and or fictive kin. What fact? Kin? Fiction kin was the. Fiction kin was a more popular term, I think. Okay. Uh, the belief that you you have the soul of a physical character within your uh, a fictional character within your body, um, mm. and then there there's fact kin, which I think is the soul of other real life people. Maybe that one was one that I never understood on any level. Um, I the, the I don't even want to get into that one. Can Can I make an addendum here? Sure. Um. Um, so, I think anybody who has been on the internet for a, a long enough time has had the experience of, like, uh, seeing, um, or even seeing a post go around or even sharing a post like this that is, like, a screenshot of, like, some insane, like, Tumblr-adjacent post, right? Like, it go, we, we can go back to Tumblr itself, we can go back to, like, the, the, the Opa Homeless-style post, <laughs> Yeah. Um. Or like, th- like any of like the classic like cr- like cringe compilation moments, like the the old story about the the person who was like tortoise kin, and so it was it was discrimination for her parents to ask her to do chores. Um. All all of these like fantastically terrible things that you're like, wow, you have to be like an insane, you have to have a mental disorder to think that this is real. Um. And like. Th- so we've we've all seen this kind of thing. We've all had this experience. Like some of us have, some if you were like younger, uh, or if you were younger, like when like this is like at its peak because this peaked like in the in the mid twenty tens. Like maybe you had you had a phase where you established your whole identity about being against it, about being against like maybe some kind of anti SJW. Yeah. Um, but an important note here is that uh, like a solid. 80 to 90, like, okay, there were two kinds of things that those, like, 99% of those, like, that kind of post was one of two things. The overwhelming majority of them were, like, a fake post made by somebody who wanted to create, like, reactionary propaganda. Right. Um, to fool you into thinking that, you know, the anybody who believes in, like, cr- uh, gender theory is an insane person who thinks that they're a dog. Um, and there's actually, I remember seeing this, in this video, like this breakdown of like the, a lot of that stuff actually goes back to like the exact same like guy on Reddit. Um, like, I don't know if you're the, the Opa homeless, uh, style story <laughs> is like blatantly fake, but the actual post itself never was made. Um, there was never an original Opa homeless style post that, what? that screenshot originated on like a Tumblr cringe Reddit. My whole life is a lie. I'm so sorry for ruining Oklahoma style for what everybody. Um, but yeah, like that, like most any like anti SJW Tumblr cringe post um, that got circulation, most of them were like fake. Like they were specifically made as like reactionary propaganda to get people to think like, oh, these people are the enemy. Um, and that still happens, right? Like you see like any post that's like, oh, people are trying to get pedophiles except into the LGBT yeah. umbrella. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this came off of some Nazi trying to make, uh, 
like the trans acceptance movement look in like right. adjacent to pedophiles. Right. Um, the other kind of thing that any of those posts are are children. Um, if anybody under eighteen, anybody under like sixteen, fifteen, fourteen is listening. I'm sorry. Um, but like you cannot take anything that children say online seriously. It will ruin your brain. Right. Um, if if you see somebody post something stupid and you look at their profile and they're fourteen, just block them. It's not worth it. Um, that's that that's what I I wanted to I wanted to add to this before John discusses uh Kenny posts anymore. I just yes. wanted to uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure this was very clear that most of this is either literal children or somebody trying to make you think that the left is insane. Um, that was all. Right. Um, where was I? I don't know. I uh, went on other that kid. was a long tangent. Uh, I think I think I, I covered what I wanted to say about other kid, but there there was a there a transition happened at some point where the back in the day when you said that you can when someone said that they can some someone uh it typically meant that they were other kin uh but now if you say that you can something someone anything it just means you either really really like it or you heavily associate with it mm-hmm. uh and i feel like that transition point happened when when the 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 sans kenny on vent got drunk <laughs> off ketchup that's the <laughs> nexus point uh, of of when the definition for kenning changed <laughs> everybody was so embarrassed by this post uh, oh my god have i talked about it on the pod before yes we have um we when when roxy was first introduced we we brought up how um, the the advent of Roxy was like a new genesis for teens right. pretending to be drunk right. on the internet, and like the apex of that was this was the Sans Kenny post, right. um, where right. they pretend to be drunk on ketchup. Great post. Uh, I hope that that once child, now an adult, is having an okay life now. I hope that no. I hope that nobody. Uh, if you're listening, to this uh, whomever you are. <laughs> I hope that everybody in your life either has no idea about that post, um, or thinks it's really funny and accepts you for it. Um, I, I hope that it has not ruined your life in any meaningful way. Uh, I posted some pretty cringe shit when I was a teenager too. Um, haven't we all? But yeah, um, <laughs> haven't we all? But yeah, that's the that's the explanation on on old Kenning and new Kenning. My my take on Kenning is I don't care. I. I have my own things to care about and I'm going to let people do what they want to do as long as, right, as yeah. long as they're not hurting themselves or other people. I don't care. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this has brought me back to, um, uh, do you remember the first like troll Kenny on Tumblr? Do you remember this? No, <laughs> there was a, I cannot for the life of me remember the blog name, probably better that way. Um, but there was like, there, there was some point at which, like, a blog popped up on Tumblr with somebody who was, like, uh, very adamant that they were, like, an Alternian spiritually on some level. Um, and I'm sure that, like, if I, as an adult, went and I looked at it, I would be like, this is, this is a troll. Um, not, not in the way that they claimed. <laughs> um, but in the sense of, like, this is somebody trying to get reactions. Yeah. Um. But I remember that as being like this huge, uh, this huge jumping off point because like 
after that, after that, like, became, like, Tumblr famous, like, the whole Fiction Kenny thing, you, you started seeing, like, Danganronpa Kennys, um, you started seeing people go around saying that, to call them Komida, um, and whoever ran the, the first Alternian Kenny account, I want you to know that you ruined the internet. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, if somebody wants to be called Komida, fine. I don't care. Yeah, I guess. It, I guess. It doesn't bother me. I mean, it kind of bothers me because, I don't know. I, it's, a, it's an Asian name. It's not a Japanese name. Yeah. I don't know. Way too many white kids. When, when, after Ava got popular on Tumblr, way too many white kids running around, like, being like, call me Ray. Like, chill, dude. Yeah, it, it's, it's just looking back on that time, uh, be, being someone who, who, who was once like, this shit's dumb. I'm gonna make fun of you because it's dumb. I don't know. It just... Mm-hmm. It, Makes me feel tired. I remember being in high school and all my friends dunking on someone because they were they 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 came out as other kid at the lunch table. This is tiring. It's, yeah, I agree with you. I'm old. I I, don't, I I just I keep to myself these days. It's fine. I don't have the uh, yeah. As I've gotten older, my outlook has been like you know if it works for you, um, awesome. Um, I it's a pointless endeavor to try to shit on other people's life choices. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but I do think that Danganronpa ruined the internet. <laughs> um, I will maintain that. Sure. Uh, don't ask me, don't ask me the, the structure of this theory because it worked it out entirely, but, um, I, I know that I, I just know it to be true. All right. Um, we, we got to get out of this hole. We can, we got it. We're done. We're done talking about kidding. We're done talking about Cronus for a little bit. Maybe for the rest <laughs> of it. Are we done talking about Cronus? Was that the last Cronus thing? Um, I feel like if we say it is, then we'll have... Oh, for the rest of the episode? Yeah. Um, I think it is, yeah. Alright, we we gotta get out of here. We gotta move oh on god, to, to, to Carlos. Take a big stretch. Oh my god. <sighs> Free until next week. Um... <laughs> Okay, um, so we get we get to the we, we finally get out of the the hell room, um, and we're greeted by uh by Curlaws. Curlaws, I I say Curlaws. Um, I say Curlaws. Sounds like a sounds like a Yu Gi Oh card. I think it's supposed um, to sound like Carlos. Curlaws. <laughs> Carlos. It, it, it's just that's such like a normal person name that is really funny. To me. <laughs> My friend Carlos over here. Ah uh, yes, my favorite um, troll, Reggie. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, not a lot to say about him on the surface. Um, his his mouth is stitched shut. Uh, he's a clown dude. He he does sign language a little bit. Yes, um, he sure does. Yeah, not not don't really get anything out of him as Mina. I like that he flipped off Mina. That was funny. I did I did like that. That was funny. Um, when she, when she made fun of his clown religion. Um, then we get to Mulan. Um, Mulan is such an innocent caricature of, like, such a benignly cringe kind of person that yes. it felt so warm yes. and comforting. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a, that's all I gotta say. Yes, I was so glad that like Mulin is just so non-offending in like pretty much every aspect. 
She's just there. Mm-hmm. Replies in gifts. Says Mog. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that Mulan is probably the 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 best aged of the ancestors so f- of the like the the caricaturish ones so far. Yeah. Um, because you know, like, uh, she's she's the shipping fangirl character. Like, she is identical to Nepeta in abstract. Um, but uh, much more fully realized it, and modernized in the context of uh, exactly 2012 Tumblr. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's what there's to say. Um, she, she, I I would say she she's probably the most well done in the fact that she she functions well as a as a character of someone you'd find online, and she also functions well as like an over exaggerated version of Nepeta. Mm-hmm. Uh, she succeeds in both regards and is doesn't doesn't hurt. To doesn't make me want to kill myself yeah, to read. Yeah, it's probably the most well executed uh, before in troll. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, it didn't shoot, doesn't shoot very high, but you know it, it succeeds yeah. on what it, what it needs to be. Um. Yeah, I, I what I had what I wrote down for her is like she's pretty much a teenager, but considering the average uh, before until she's doing phenomenal. <laughs> um, and I've known people like this uh, who were like this, and they turned out fine. Like it's it's comforting. Um, like this is just a real person. Yeah. Um, some of the like the gifts that she used like really took me back. <laughs> yeah, like, damn, I haven't seen that in a minute. <laughs> the the L A Noir guy falling down the stairs and it says hashtag feelings. I was like, wow, I've not seen that in like maybe ten years. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so let's see. Uh, you you be Mulan. Um, Mulan's steam is so good. Yes, I I was just sitting there listening to it. It's really really good. Um. I don't even know if it's hers because the name of the song is like Olive Rogue. Um, and she's a mage, not a rogue. This is the Peta's theme. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you talk to you talk to Mina again and she calls the humans perf and it nearly killed me. I missed me. that. You mi- I missed that conversation. You missed that conversation? Fuck me! I, yeah, I missed that conversation. God damn it! You, you, you got to remember if if you change to a different character, if you talk to the character you were just playing as, it's going to be a different conversation from a different perspective. I, I remember that. I, I okay. I'm, I'm I found it in the transcript. I, I remember that in every other uh, context except for this one. Oh yeah, she does. She calls them perf. Oh my god, they're my babies. Yeah, they're my her, precious her, perfect her, little gay babies. Gay little babies. Oh I was like, good lord. <laughs> Oh my god, this takes me back so hard. Like, like okay, like all the other trolls took me back too, but they took me back to things that I didn't want to go back to. Yeah. Um, like, like Cankry being such a tired like SJW caricature. It's like I've seen a million shitty posts that are like, ugh, I hate when people like this. Like, Mulan is just such a like, she's just such like a care like. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm gushing over Mulan, like, <laughs> not making me want to die. Um, Mulan is, like, just a person, um, and I really appreciate it. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was gay little babies, like, was that a thing people said before or after this? Was this, like, just taking from the culture, or did this shape the culture? I don't know. 
I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't really on Tumblr when when this 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 came out or before it came it out. Was, it was probably just lifted from what the culture was like. Um, I really like this line where Mina says, "Uh, uh, what's gay?" So true. <laughs> and and Mulan says, "It's a thing that human babies are sometimes." I think. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh. Okay. Th- thank you to Mulan for just giving us this like beautiful little oasis, um, of like no ableism or sexual assault. Thank God. Um. But yeah, you, you be Mulan, and then things take a sinister turn. They sure um, do. I, I forgot yeah. this was in here. Me too! Um, and as soon as it happened, I remembered, like, the discourse about it. Um, the... So, like... So, so you go to talk to Kurlaz. Um, uh, Mulan is deaf, um, which is, like, shockingly, like, not beat on in the worst way possible. Like, after Matuna, my, I, have, I have no expectations for this comic anymore. Um... And it's just kind of like she just so- like she signs like she does like the gifts and like it's funny but it it doesn't come across as like horrible yeah um or malicious um but so like there's a little sign off with with Curlaws where you know they 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 exchange gifts and it's pretty funny actually I thought that was a pretty good joke um you request a cod piece uh, Mulan goes into her exclusive memory section fetches the cod piece brings it back to Curlaws. And things immediately go to fucking hell mode. They sure do. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. The, the Kralaz is like excellent. Um. We will deliver this to the Bard of Rage to continue our Lord's work. Um. And Mulan is like, yes, our Lord, uh, Calicorn or whatever she calls him. Um. Because the cat pun. Um. They show this rapturous respect for Lord English slash Caliborn, um, for a brief moment, um, and uh, and then then you be Curlaws, and if you talk to if you talk to Mulan again as Curlaws, she has no recollection of what happened. Um, she's she's like, I don't know, I I feel weird. Um, and he's like, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, there, this was like a bit of a topic of discourse because. Mulan was pretty popular, um, when, I, I remember, um, which, like, makes sense. Yeah. Um, but there was, like, a, like, the, the anti-Mulan crowd was, like, very hung up on, uh, her complicity here with, uh, Lord English's plans, um, and the relationship between Mulan and Curlaws as being, uh, problematic, um, and I'm I'm glad that uh there's that little that little hook thrown in there that she doesn't remember what just happened. Yeah. Um so I can comfortably be like, oh that's bullshit. Mule's just fun. Um so you, you as Curlaws, uh you go um if you try to approach Mina, um Curlaws just speaks directly to the to, to the player and is like, uh you don't need to we, we don't need to go near her. Um she doesn't need to know anything about the the machinations which transpire between the heroes of rage. Um, interesting. Um, you go into Kurlas's like private little memory tunnel. Um, where you find uh, one of the items you can find is um the the crowbar, the juju breaker. Um, which uh I don't know how uh literally we're supposed to take the item stuff in lieu of like 
um, who has what in the story, uh, but a little bit upsetting that uh, Lord English's camp has the Juju Breaker. Yeah. Um, and also the the chest, um, the, the Juju chest, which has a Juju in it, I guess. Um, I think also at an earlier point in the Flash, um, you find the, the chest set, and that's also described as a Juju. Um, so I don't know if like that is a specific thing to... Calliope or Caliborn, or if like Juju is kind of a broader term that describes like any magically any magically significant object. Um, I, but I figured it was worth noting down. I think it's just supposed to be a broad broad term. Because mm-hmm. there's so many. There, yeah. There's so many fucking Jujus. But I think most of what we've seen so far, like almost all of them have been like uh felt objects, right? Which have some kind of uh special significance. Yeah. To their owner. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Kurlaz, uh, hands off the codpiece to Gamzee, uh, who is there, um, and then we return to being Mina. Um, so, I, I don't know how time works here, um, the, I don't know if, like, this is a special codpiece, um, or if this is the self-same codpiece we saw Gamzee sporting, uh, at the start of Act 6, uh, Act 3. I mean... Uh, uh, what was I about to say? Uh, Carlos says that the, that the, uh, the ensemble is complete, uh, meaning that he was probably fetching other god tier pieces, uh, because, because kind of at, at two different points in time right here, like he's in the alpha session already but he's also still on the meteor maybe yeah. question mark he he's out there he's out there uh, <laughs> he he is in this dream bubble sequence at the same time that the other meteor people are so so we are to assume that he's still on the meteor maybe gestures to the furthest ring yeah. broadly um so th- i this is definitely i i feel like this is definitely taking place before he gets to the alpha session yeah, it makes sense. Um, also, uh, I guess this also like further implies that, like Gamzee is not a legitimate god tier. Yeah. Um, but, like he is he is assembling his outfit from pieces of the dream, like from pieces in dream bubbles. Yeah. Um, w- which makes sense. Um, also calls into question the legitimacy of a uh, the cod piece as as a bard's uh, <laughs> adornment. Um, but yeah, I, this also kind of, like, it, it brings an interesting, like, thing of, like, what what is, is the function of rage players just to be traitors? Like, because c- the only ones we've seen so far are these two, and they're working together with Lord English. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, we, we return to being Mina. Uh, for the last, for, for, well, one of the last little parts here. Um, and, uh, we return to the first room where we now have all the keys we can open Karkat's hive with. Um, and, uh, so we get a little conversation between, uh, Mina and Karkat. Um, and this is an interesting one. Um, Karkat is having a tough time, like, accepting the ancestors, like, as a, as both a concept and, and how bad they suck. Yeah. Um, he, he talks about how, like, uh... Alternia was was cool, 
Um, and before us seems to be like this this pansy lib society that's just bred the 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 softest soy boys. Um, he talks about his respect for the Condes, which is really weird, and like I can't tell if Carcat is just trying to get pussy here, or if like he's being legitimate. Um, because he's being legitimate, it's a really weird like really weird for somebody in his position to like simp for the royalty that would have executed him on site yeah if possible um but he does that a little bit um and uh so he he that brings up the concept of leadership which him and mina kind of commiserate over how how tough it is to lead a bunch of assholes um and it's like wow it's got to suck um even worse when the assholes you have to lead are, like, these people instead of my friends who are awesome. Um, and, uh, he agrees that, um, you know, maybe, uh, next time the, the, if the meteor ever comes, like, passes through a bubble again and I run into you again, you know, I'll, uh, I'll join your army, um, if you can fulfill my childhood dream of being a thresh executioner. <laughs> it's so strange. Um... Yeah, I, I really can't, I, I can't tell if Karkat is just desperate or if he's being completely authentic here. Um, because he seems to be in a pretty vulnerable spot in his life. Yeah. Um, so maybe both. I, I'd say maybe both. I, I, I'd say he's just kind of bugging out. Yeah. Um, and, and Mina the whole time is like, Mina is, Mina is crushing on Karkat really bad. Yeah. Um, and she's, she's just delighted that, uh, he wants to come back and hang out with her again. Um, but yeah, uh, there's that. Any, any comments on this? Um, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, we, we beat Carcat. Uh, we, we go, we leave the room again and we end up in, uh, Terezi's forest. Um, where, uh, we, we see that, like, the, the tree that her hive was that are i think this is the i mean we've seen one big tree there's an important tree in this forest um oh my god discord just gave us a big update in the, in the channel and it distracted man, me man i am tired with community updates from discord <laughs> us alone um but uh, what was i going to say okay uh so there's one so we're in the we're in Terezi's forest um and I'm I'm gonna assume this is this this is the same big tree that her her hive was in, uh, and it's like cut it's like it's like cut now, and it, the the half of it is missing, and there's just like a really it's basically a really 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 tall stump, um. So uh, I I don't know if there's like some symbolism going on there, but you know I thought it was a, a cool detail, um. But uh, Carcat uh, leaves and goes down. He he finds uh, Terezi at the foot of the tree, um. And there is a brief conversation here where uh, Terezi wants to be alone. Um, she is she's hiding her face uh, under her her dragon hoodie hood thing, um, and uh, she she just wants to be left alone. Um, Carcat immediately is like, "Oh, did that asshole Dave treat you wrong again?" Um, and she's like, "No, it, it's it's Latula. I can't deal with how rad she is. Um, it's so difficult." Um. And, uh, Carcat, um, Carcat does a little bit of growth, I think. Yes, um, he sure does. Um, 
it's 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 difficult and it's awkward and teen and it's not perfect um but he says like you know like i i don't think it's fair to yourself to compare yourself to 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 her because just because of some weird uh relate like uh, universal genetic relationship um i think that you're you're beautiful as you are and i don't think you need to compare yourself to her and i just want the best for you um and even though he's like still jumping to the dave conclusion stuff it's this is this is this is a mile ahead of the car cat we used to know yeah definitely he's doing so well and i'm so proud of him my man my man um but yeah um it's it's it, it, it's good this it's good to see you love to see it yeah uh um, I, ju- I i just want to say uh the 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 line from this conversation and the line from the last conversation conversation between mina and Carcat, uh uh when when mina mina i think says it says that her whole crew sucks or maybe Carcat mm-hmm. says her whole crew sucks uh they kind of agree the whole crew sucks yeah and then in this conversation, the the line about the the bef- the before and trolls being living parodies of cliched patterns, they <laughs> horrible horrible cliched behavior patterns. Yeah, it felt like Hussy doing like a wink wink nudge nudge. I I'm making them shitty on purpose, but it just fell mm-hmm. flat. It, after all the agony that I've been put through, it just fell flat. I. <laughs> we, it's so obvious. We already know they're sh- they're fucking parodies of people of shitty behavior. Um, I thought it was funny when, uh, when Karkat says that and Teresi's like, you mean like teenagers? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, it is, it's, yes, it's pretty funny. It's pretty true. Um, again, sorry to any, any teens in the audience. Um, I, but, uh, I'm not yeah. sorry to any teens in the audience. Fuck you, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> You'll stop being mad at us in five years or however long you have left. You'll get it. No, it's not. Um, grow up. Grow up. <laughs> I love that fucking TikTok so much. I'm gonna have to go retweet that after we finish recording. <laughs> um But yeah, Karkat doing growth. My man. Let's go. Um Karkat leaves, uh, and we, we get to beat Terezi, uh, briefly. Um very briefly, in fact. Yeah. Uh so we, we re enter the hive we we follow where Karkat went as Terezi, and we enter uh Terezi's hive. Um and we get a little a short little conversation between Terezi and Mina, um, which is like a bl- bl- blissfully like absent of bad blood, it seems. Um, the there's not not really a lot happens here. Yeah. Um, Mina's like, I think that we're going on a date later, and Terezi's like, Oh, okay. What do you say? Shrug. Um, and then uh. They compliment uh, Mina compliments her and, and she she smiles. Um, and it's like you know what, you love to see two queens not tearing one another down. Good for them. Good, good, for, them. good for them. Um, and that's all Terezi has to do. Uh, in this reading, um, th- there's the end. Th- th- this is pretty much the end of it. You beat Mina. You go back. You go outside. Uh, we have Arania's uh, exposition booth. Um, we get a little bit. Um. I didn't think anything in here was like crazy notable. Um, I don't know if you have anything you want to call out. Um, Arania still hasn't found Calliope's ghost. Uh, she's not tried. Yeah, very she's hard, not it tried. Uh, uh, I did think the bit about um, the 
the, the whole thing about like the duty being passed to another hero of hope uh when when talking about Cronus uh then being passed on to Aridin which then presumably will be passed on to someone else. I thought that was interesting and I think we should all put a pin in that. Yeah, I remember way back in Act 5 you said something about um the angels in in Aridin's land yes. and you hinted at them having some more significance that we really never got anything about. That's that's still coming. Okay. So put a pin in it. Okay. My the pin is still sitting there. Uh, put another pin there. in it. In fact, okay, put, there's a, two put, in there put, now. A, put a mildly larger pin in it. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh. Mm, there, there was something about Matuna overexerting himself to save everyone. I yeah. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I would like to know more information about that. Um. Yeah, and then the- I, I'm sorry. Just to just to 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 to, to elaborate on that a little bit, like I it again, not an expert, but it strikes me as a little bit strange that like Mat- the reason that Matuna is the way he is is because he did something heroic and then like it broke him. I don't know if I like that. It seems like it might be bad, but I'm not Maybe. sure. Uh, but we don't have that much information about it, so uh-huh. it's just kind of there. Um, yeah. and then we have, like, the, the elaboration on what's going on between Curlos and Muen about, uh, Curlos having a nightmare, uh, which, which caused him to scream, question mark? Something, something similar to the vast honk, which, which yeah. deafened Muen and caused him to take a vow of silence. Uh, Interesting. Maybe. Yeah, interesting that it, it resembles the vast honk, considering the honk, the vast honk was something that uh, Caliborn does, and uh, he, he seems to have sworn allegiance to him in, in the meantime. Yeah. Um, that, but yeah, that's, uh, a, that's about it. I yeah, I'm I really struggle to uh, to be compelled by backstory for like the worst assholes of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah. So yeah, okay. So we've survived our second chunk of open bound. We're out. Let's give ourselves a little, little round of applause. Um and uh we can we can discuss the uh extremely light um remaining uh fifty fifty nine pages. Yes. Um shit, let's be Jack. Um PM still giving Jack a fierce chase throughout the, the furthest ring. Um, they, they shared a moment after the, after the bubble exploded, uh, but it's right back to business as usual. Uh, Jack laments that they can't take some time to get to know each other a little bit better. Um, I, I still think it's really funny that Jack is like horny for PM. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Jack enters a dream bubble. Uh, it is the, the memory of his own rampage on the battlefield way, way back when, uh, he explores the castle that we explored as Rose or as John even, um, in that one flash. Um, it ends on the scene... Uh, he, he's stalked by PM throughout the whole castle. It ends on the scene of, uh, of dead John and Rose at the end, uh, where he, he finds the, the Papamatic Vrilihu hammer in a chest by their corpses. Um, John uh, resurrects... Uh, appears to be the real thing. Um, this appears to be where, where John ended up after getting knocked out in the last reading, because uh, he does not have ghost eyes, so I assume it's the real deal. Yeah, 
This is this is Dream John. Yeah. Um. They fight a little bit. Um. They are both distracted by an observant Rose. Uh. Who is sitting there just making eyebrows. Um. Before she phases out. Um. Uh. John gives uh Jack a, a hearty whack over the head with the really hammer. Um. Makes him wear an embarrassing hat with its effect. Um. And then uh. Uh, PM appears, uh, Jack is embarrassed, um, and then they, they fly back out, leaving a, a very confused John to just kind of kind of stand there, float there, and uh, that's how we end the reading. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. We made it. Wow. We, we, we really survived our second Open Bound episode. Oh, thank God. How many more days do we have left? Two-thirds two of the way of, of the perfume department. Uh, that's where we are the right what? now. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean the perfume department? It's a SpongeBob reference. I okay. I was not a SpongeBob. You know kid. the perfume department bit. Come on. I don't. I don't get any Come SpongeBob on. references. What were you a I Cartoon watch Network a watcher? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Were you, were you a Disney kid? No, my, I didn't. Did you have watch Animal Planet? No. Zabumafu. A little bit of Zabumafu, yeah. No, as a kid, we didn't. I didn't have cable TV, so I had to watch like anything that was like, uh, like on PBS and shit. Um, so I was I was an Arthur kid, and then once I found out about uh, Saturday morning cartoons, I was a Yu Gi Oh kid, and now I'm a Yu Gi Oh uh, man child. Okay, okay, it all makes sense now. It's all coming together. I understand yeah. you entirely as a character now. <laughs> I saw Yu Gi summon uh, summon school, and I was like, damn, that shit's tight. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, uh, we're, we, we've, we, we've, we've survived, we've survived Cronus. We did. We, <laughs> um, we're probably not done surviving Cronus, but I think we're probably through the worst of it. Um, which, which le- the last thing that, uh, we have to deal with is going to be, uh, Damara's translated dialogue, oh, uh, which I'm not looking forward to. The final to. boss of Open Bound. Uh, this is another thing where, like, I I am scared I'm going to trip myself to the, to the what you've been doing, which is that maybe you think like you know maybe it's not going to be that bad, um, but I'm scared that I'm going to do that. Um, so I'm just expecting the worst uh, because I remember what I what I remember of her dialogue translated. It is uh it is very bad, um, and you've never you never read it, so I'm yeah. Uh, this is going to be a a beautiful experience for both of us, I'm sure. Um. Yeah. Um. Any closing thoughts on this one? Man, that was horrible. That was just terrible. Um. Yeah. I mean, like I said at the front, like uh, with with Cankery, like can- there are fun things about Cankery. There, like Cankery's had po- a lot more potential, I think, and there still are things that shine through with like the the Cankery versus Porn thing that are like actually kind of interesting to talk about. There's not really a lot to talk about when like the only thing is like, yeah, this character is like a really really shitty person who treats people really poorly and uh is is a sexual predator yeah and is is live blogging his women's studies class and all that yeah it, um it, it kind of goes back to what i said last episode where i was like uh you can you can make these characters annoying and unlikable and do it in a bearable way you don't you don't really have to go overboard hussy and and cronus again feels very much like it's going overboard like he's just there he, yeah. he has not provided anything of substance 
besides the the interesting conversation about alternate selves. Okay. Uh, but then again, that conversation is going to constantly be happening. It has happened already. It's going to happen in the future. So he really, and he generally was trying to gaslight Nina into letting him do ableism. Yeah, it, he's just there. Uh, if there's any Cronus likers out there, run. Just start running. <laughs> you're be- you're you're above uh, Equius likers on the shit list uh, right now. Um, Cron- Cronus Kinnies, run. Get out. You're not safe here. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that I kind of got everything out here on this one. Um, yeah, I think that it. it on one hand, like I think that the, this ep- the like these episodes like very like stimulating for conversation because they're so radical. Like their subject matter is like so radically different. Yeah. But like it's also like man, I. There, we got to have the novelty of like ex- like talking about like kinnies and like the uh, having an awkward discussion about uh, terrible terrible ableism, um. But uh, th- I don't want to do it again. <laughs> we get to we get to talk about racism next episode. We sure do. Uh, we sure we, do. We also get to talk about the the, the critically acclaimed film Hook, uh, starring Robin Williams. Movie I've never seen. Great movie. Need to watch it. Learn about Rufio. Become enlightened. Uh, yeah. Dante Basco. Great. When do we talk it's... about Dante Basco? Next episode. Do we really? Do we... Yeah, that's okay. that's when R- Rufio the Troll, who is based entirely on Dante Basco's character in Hook. I, I mean, I know, but like, when do we talk about the real person Dante Basco, uh, like being a Homestuck fan? That's probably best talked about next episode. Okay. Uh, who, who uh, else do we get you can do episode? all the research on that because okay. um, I'm lazy. Uh, we also get Horace, which that's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> um, is, there, is there anyone else that I'm not thinking of? I think that's all of them. Uh, Damara and Horace are going to be the the really bad ones. Um, yeah, is there anyone left? Uh, let me think. We got so we got a we got a Megido. Uh, we got a uh, we got a um a we're gonna get our our nitram. We got our captor. Um, I can't remember the fucking team was working for the to save my goddamn life. Uh, we got our legion. Um, we got our. I just can't remember anybody's. Oh my god, this is like so taxing on my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got our. Uh, for if, if I miss anybody, uh, call me out. Um. We got our Pyrope. Um, who's up next? Uh, our Circuit? Um, yeah. We're gonna get our... Uh, our Zayhack. Um, and then uh, our... We got our Makara, we got our Amper, and we got our uh, Peixies. So yeah, this is the four okay. left, I think. Alright. Um, I may or may not have totally missed somebody, and I'm sorry to the liker of whoever I missed. Oh, I missed Kanaya. Uh, I'm the Kanaya liker. I'm a freak. <laughs> the sky. Um, the sky. Oh my god. Uh, the green fits there in, in there in a weird way. Um, yeah, we get we got our marine. Um, so if there's anybody else I missed, then you can yell at me. Um, but I'm going to go flagellate myself uh, for that grave sin. Um. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. S- what? Oh, I I was just going through the pages again. We 
We're gonna have an interesting. We're gonna have a lot more to talk about than uh, just ancestors next episode. I forgot about this. Is it is it Rosemary time? Yes, it's the oh the moment gosh. the moment that everyone remembers. Oh my god! Okay, all right. We're gonna have also have that. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, get excited, everybody. Um. So what is our pain? What is our range next week? Our range next week is uh fifty three sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> to fifty four thirty seven. Okay. Um, I am gonna advocate for taking at the close at this point. Yes, um, that's, that's fine with me. All right. Uh. Well. Um. Uh. Thank you. You have been listening to a Homestuck podcast, everybody. Um, I am your co-host, Aiden. And I'm your co-host, John. Um, John, would you like to shout out the patrons? Yes. Uh, shout out to the big five. Simon Martins, Corin, Aubrey W., Ina E., and Darsh. Thank you for money. The greatest. The greatest of all time. Shout out to all of our other listeners. Shout out to uh, shout out to women um, and gays <laughs> um, and anybody else who may not follow us, bro. Shout out to all of you. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, we we love to have listeners. Um, and uh, you guys are the greatest. Uh, yeah. Um, same as always. Uh, shout out to Alex, our editor and uh, artist. Um, also the greatest of all time. Uh, best guy. Love that dude. Um. And uh, we will see you again um, next week uh, when we hopefully complete our open bound quest and uh, free ourselves of this curse once and for all um, with pages 5369 to 5437. Um, see you next week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>